when you know that you are source energy and that part of you has come forth into this physical body and that here you have come to explore contrast and that in doing so you will launch rockets of desire and in doing so you will expand when you know that that expansion has taken place and that positive emotion means you're keeping up with it and negative emotion means you aren't keeping up with it now you have working knowledge of the universe and faith in the laws of the universe and under those conditions you're steady but if you don't know what emotions mean if you don't realize that you are the creator of your own reality, if you don't know that the thoughts you think activate vibrations, if you don't get it, that you get what you think about whether you want it or not, then there are a lot of people out there saying words of faith, but they're not offering the vibration. That's why someone somewhere said faith without works is dead. Welcome to Ethereal Girl Podcast. I am your host, Rose, and I feel like at this point I should be labeling myself and sharing with you who I am, but I do not want to limit myself to any kind of label or career or what I do. Right now, I am just a girl who is very passionate about philosophy, manifestation, and sharing all of these topics that unfortunately I did not have a safe space to share with anyone in my life experience until now and so I'm living my little girl dreams you guys with this podcast and I love to share these things with you because I know they help you so much they have helped me immensely in my journey and I have been manifesting for a while now I have shifted my reality completely I have stepped into a new paradigm of existence that serves my highest expression and my highest expression loves to give back so if you are new here welcome I am so honored to have you and if you are not new here welcome back I am also so honored to have you and I'm so happy that you are tuning in to me and you are somehow aligned with me so I'm doing something right because I'm attracting my soul tribe and so are you so in this episode, I want to talk about persisting in the assumption, the void, that bridge when you are in the middle of manifesting, but you are kind of, I don't want to say waiting, but you have not yet received it. So I also want to talk about limiting beliefs and how to overcome them especially right now God, what a time to bring this up you guys I am currently going through this bridge right now which is essentially challenging my ego mind my left brain right my left hemisphere which is the 
ego, the masculine energy, the one that wants to make sense of everything and be logical and try to unfortunately limit you at times by trying to make sense of things that may not be in your physical reality at this time for you to observe. I mean, less than 24 hours ago, a rug was pulled from under me. I'm talking something enough to collapse someone's life, you guys, and that's what it felt like, but it was so important for me to remember in this time to continue persisting and keep my faith strong because it's being tested. I'm aware of what this is. And this is why if you have not listened to the first two episodes on my podcast, I believe it's so important before even diving deep into this one, because once you understand the awareness and how it moves and what it is, and you become more aware, it can only benefit you on your journey, especially when you are going through that bridge of incidents as I am right now. So I'm going to be telling you and sharing with you how to get past this. I don't want to use the word escape. There's nothing to run from, but it is something to overcome and get past. And these energies are shifting so rapidly. Let me tell you, I continued to persist, even though this was such an emergency on my life. I did not react to it. I took a deep breath and I told myself, I know what this is. It's a test and I'm going to pass it. And I continued repeating that to myself. I'm going to share some tips with you toward the end of this episode that I just know will benefit you so much. But for now, I want to get into this. Let me first say that this morning I woke up with a whole different energy, just feeling so good knowing that my manifestations are on its way. Because anytime you are shifting paradigms, you are killing off a certain part of yourself. Because in order to shift paradigms, obviously you cannot bring that old version of you, that old identity into this new reality. So it's very threatening to the ego. You know, it's very easy to fall into the trap at this point. So I woke up this morning and I said my affirmations and honestly, I had an amazing day. And everyone was looking at me crazy like, are you okay? And I'm just like, you know what? I'm amazing. I'm doing amazing. And let me tell you my manifestation. Well, one of my manifestations came in no later than 24 hours after this crazy test. (laughs) That would derail anyone. Trust me. So this is why I'm coming on here and I'm making this podcast. I mean, what better time than now, right? There is a term that Neville Goddard calls the bridge of incidents. This is about the series of events that happen in between the imaginal act and the materialization of it. Your current circumstances may not reflect your imagined scenarios in this state. 
I believe this to be the most important topic because at this point we can give our power away to the external world and become reactive. When we go down this pathway, we usually encounter many obstacles, but we can transcend the meaning of obstacles or struggles. And that's the beauty of it. That's the silver lining that we always have available to us. We can overcome these roadblocks and we can simply transcend them. That's what I'll say. If you continue persisting, these same obstacles become opportunities. You'll realize that many people on the path to success, they'll tell you that this pathway is not linear. It's very messy. People just see the end result and they try to just get there, you know, thinking that it's all so easy and, you know, just a, you know, you do it and you get the results. Well, energies are shifting very rapidly at all times. And I will say this. I believe that if we were to remove absolutely all conditions, which I do believe that we can at some point, but it takes practice, you know, we would no longer be having a human experience because if you have not heard the first couple of episodes on my podcast, I talk about this identity cycle and how in this human experience we are essentially awareness that has manifested itself into a imperfect experience that is humanity that is being a person human having an identity this is the reason we have masculine energy and feminine energy because the masculine energy is our physical experience and the feminine is the subconscious experience and we have both here right so it's important to remember this because we are perfection having an imperfect experience for whatever reason some of us have lessons to learn you know some of us have certain karmic cycles And so we're not all the same and it's important to remember that. So I speak of this identity cycle more thoroughly in episode two of this podcast. And it's important to understand what this is and how it works in the process of manifestation. Our identity is a conditioned state, a manifestation of awareness. We're not creating new realities based on the limited mind or the ego self. This bridge isn't to keep us waiting or to limit us, but to help us understand that it's already done. It's already there and you don't need the details of how it's going to show up for you. You just know that it's going to. You're not worried about the vehicle. You're not worried about the details. And this is why they say to not use logic when you are manifesting. That's the left brain, our complex. It's trying to dominate and take over and control things and dictate the way things are going to go. But it doesn't work like that. That is actually our blockage. And... You just know that it's going to show up. There's freedom in that. 
It's a test of faith. Ram Dawes talks about this test of faith in his book, Be Here Now, and I highly recommend it to everyone if you have not read it. I think he was on psychedelics when he wrote this book, but honestly, it's okay. The more out of body the experience, the more I would take it seriously. <laughs> so through all of these incidents, you understand this is simply the gestation period. And that's what we are talking about today is getting through this gestation period and coming into our manifestation through persisting. However, I will say this, honestly, as a disclaimer, you don't need to acknowledge this bridge. I'm only bringing this up if you are experiencing unfortunate events before your manifestation shows up. This is a journey, a process, not a destination. You can manifest instantly, of course. You're already doing that instantly, every second. But this is an advanced state of consciousness and takes time to truly pin down for most because we are so conditioned in these human bodies. And that's okay. And most of us will experience this bridge for this reason. So let's talk about what I like to call the tribal consciousness or the tribal mind, the program. So back in ancient times, we relied on tribes and our brains never evolved from this. It's very unfortunate. I'm going to share why. So we became trapped in a program of seeking or needing validation from our tribes and outside forces. And this is why we seek so much external validation from others. But it was for survival purposes. And this is why I mentioned in previous episodes that our brain is programmed for survival. And it has also been conditioned by society. Our mind is just programmed in these ways. I don't have all of the answers. I just know that. And I know how to navigate around this. And this is what I'm sharing with you today. Stick with me. When you are shifting realities, the ego becomes threatened. The people around you will reflect this, especially your close friends and family, especially people that you have always been around, maybe people that you grew up with, people that you went to school with, everyone that expects you to be the same. Here's an analogy that I used a while back. I'm not sure when. It's been a while when I was speaking to someone about this bridge that they were going through and I was giving them advice. So I like to use this crabs in a bucket analogy. Picture yourself being a crab in a bucket full of other crabs, right? Fishermen is just putting them in there, putting you guys in there. And you all blend in. You all look the same. You were all from the same ocean. You were always together. You're maybe even family. And there's one crab that tries to crawl its way out. But all of the crabs, they fear for this crab that's trying to crawl its way out. So they try to cling onto it and say pretty much, what are you doing, bro? get back here. Are you crazy? They're going to see you. They're going to cook you. They're going to this, that, and the other. 
and they try to instill fear in this crab that's trying to crawl out to slow it down, to stop it, because it's trying to break free from its tribe. But obviously you can imagine how stressed this crab is. This crab is doubting itself. It's feeling very heavy from all of the energies that are clinging onto it and trying to drag it down back to everyone's level where everyone is at, where everyone is comfortable. And you can picture these crabs being the ego mind as well, because this is why it's manifesting around you through your friends, through your family, all of these doubts, all of these things that they're sharing with you about what not to do and all of these fears they're putting in your mind, those are your own. They are just the vessels. So let's get back to it. Once this crab makes it out of the bucket and it gets away and it feels a sense of freedom and relief away from the other crabs that are still in that bucket, no one will understand or let's say the rest of the crabs will not understand until they are the ones getting cooked and that one crab is on the other side. They made it. They're, they're gone. They're living their happy crab life. <laughs> Picture that being you, right? Everyone thinks you're crazy for breaking free until they are the ones getting cooked and they can finally understand you. Remember the ego mind needs to see to believe first. And so you'll find that your friends and family might reflect this too, right? If you've been around people that don't fully support you, ever wonder why most of us are always saying, how come strangers support me more than the people that have always known me? This is why. You're leaving the tribal consciousness. You're being that brave crab that stepped away, that broke free and stepped into its authenticity, pursued what it really wanted to pursue outside of what everyone else expected it to. <laughs> I love this analogy. It has truly helped me in life too. I value everyone's opinion that I value in my personal life. However, there are boundaries in place. I know what I want and I follow my intuition and I honor my intuition because that's my highest expression. My yin energy, my feminine energy is my highest expression in this human body as it's the unseen, the shadow aspect. So we learn about the world through belief patterns, but what's amazing is the fact that we can go beyond it. What we think we know is simply borrowed from someone else. The subconscious mind records sensations, feelings, emotion, language, and subliminal information. So tribal belief patterns such as these aren't going to contradict the ego they are the ego itself. And this is important to be aware of. And that's why I'm bringing this up before I dive deeper into this. I promise you, this will help you so much in the process of manifestation. You will become a master at this, you guys, because I do believe we are here to do that. We are here to transmute our energies 
to evolve in consciousness, to ascend closer to source. So if not yet evolved, the tribal collective consciousness offers you familiarity and safety. And once you reach individuality or infinite self, the tribal mind, it will bug you. It's too restrictive and controlling to keep your attention. The journey from ego to soul causes you to ditch all of the many beliefs and ideologies that you have probably always been surrounded by. Maybe you just didn't know it until now. So tribal beliefs teach fear and restriction. This is how you will identify them. Any limiting fear, thought, something that's keeping you stuck. It could even be about a person. Let's say you're not honoring your true emotions. And you're saying, but I don't think they want me. I don't think they love me back. I don't think it'll work out. I, I just this, that, and the other. I mean, it can be for anything. It could be about a business, especially like so many people experience this when they are embarking on a new journey, when they leave their nine to five to become an entrepreneur. It's all the same thing. You must break through this. But learn to identify it and you cannot be stopped. I promise. I promise. This is why it's so important to believe in yourself, to have that self-worth, to embody it, to know and understand who you are, your abilities, what you came here to do. So this craves sustainability and reinforces itself in any way that it can, as I've talked about before, including by set of rule or law. The ego will attempt to elevate itself through tribes and seeks conformity. This is why back then, anything that challenged this was deemed evil. Some people experience this today, right? Especially if you were raised in any kind of cultural practice or religious family that's very strict on you. And if you try to break free, it's very alarming. It's so threatening. This goes for anything, you guys. This is why we have our discernment, our intuition, our three minds. The heart leads everything. The heart leads the mind. And the mind leads the gut. But there are our three brains. And how we receive communication from our higher self. So, that's for another episode, of course, as I always say. <laughs> For example, if you did not believe what the tribe believes, then you would lower the energy of God and God would be displeased due to lack of faith or action, right? Which generated fear. It still stands today, unfortunately, as I said, because it hasn't died. It's simply changed form. And pushing against the status quo is honestly not new. People have been doing this for centuries, but back then they were publicly impaled, burned at a stake, who knows what. It's never welcomed, and the sacred path is all about having an individual reality, and that's the problem, as I said. And why? Use the crab analogy. This is the reality that we live in, the societal programming. And when you try to escape know how big of a threat this is 
to your own mind that is of course because you are introducing something new to it and it triggers something called a well a psychological phenomenon called cognitive dissonance so you don't need a third party outside of you to intercede between you and awareness or God the I am presence if you want to talk to our creator or the awareness within you all you do is quiet the mind through meditation feel it out you are not holy or spiritual for conforming to a standard or belief you are just considered it as the ego craves approval from the pack I've dealt with this so much in my life until I broke free from it and I dealt with this because I was raised around these ideologies, these belief systems. I, and I was the black sheep. I was the odd one. I went to church growing up, you guys, and I never, fe- I never felt like I belonged ever in my life. I was born this way for as long as I can remember. I mean, just even going back to being a two-year-old. And I had an amazing childhood, like many of you. But I knew that I was destined for something different. I knew that something within me did not resonate with this consciousness. And I've made it my life path to find my authentic self. And here I am today. This podcast has manifested and I've been suppressed spiritually my entire life. And this is why in the description you'll see that I put a once manifested journey ready to materialize. beautiful this is what happens when you step into your true nature your power the embodiment of self-love you no longer need approval and you create your own space your own reality your own family you align with people that understand you that you can build with that you can truly share that loving space with while of course creating space for other people that may not yet have that reality experience so it's a subconscious fear that keeps you coming back for more and this is because you have developed a fear of not being loved not being accepted the tribal belief patterns do not set you free It's just the idea, and as humans, we take comfort in this idea. We think we're free, but we're still within the illusion of the illusion. And if you even attempt to rise above the pack, as I said, you are attacked in some kind of way because the ego is losing control. So this is what I like to call Agent Johnson's. That's when they come in. If you haven't seen The Matrix, you can look this up on YouTube or pretty much anywhere on the internet. It's a very popular movie. And Keanu Reeves calls it a documentary, which I find very interesting. I am 100% starting to see why. (laughs) It just took me a while. But basically, when the ego loses control, this is when all of those Agent Johnsons come in and test you, test your faith, and sometimes it's brutal. Sometimes you are attacked by your own tribe, your own family, your own friends. Sometimes your finances are attacked. Sometimes your job, your relationships, right? Sometimes you'll even experience a broken heart. Let's say you're manifesting a new reality and this person that you're with does not fit that old or that new reality. Guess what's going to happen? 
right? And this is why I'm talking about this today. This is why it's so important. Be prepared to navigate this bridge and get your manifestation, babe. You deserve it. (laughs) Trust me. As I've said many times before, I did not grow up privileged. I spent some time in another country. I'm not going to say where, but when I was a child, I didn't live in America. I didn't even speak English, believe it or not. So, you are not your actions. Remember that. You're not your emotions, your clothes, or your ideas. You simply just are. You are a divine spark of a manifest body that has crystallized into what appears to be matter, but it's really just atoms behaving differently. Atoms moving so rapidly. So all human knowledge is affected by human weakness because ego has a fear and sense of not knowing. It craves correctness. It wants to know everything. As I've said before, that masculine energy, it's good to have, but it's not good to be dominant here. This is very limiting. Need to be into that right mind, the chalice. That's what the ancients called it. The feminine aspect. When you are truly in soul and in flow, you only see a few yards in front of you. Right? It's like security and the not knowing. Our soul is infinite and open, you guys. So you can just accept things in flow. And don't get me wrong, it's not good to be fully tapped into the yin. We must find balance. And this is what we're doing throughout our lifetime. It's trying to balance these energies out. But when I say you have to tap into this side of the brain, you really do. If you read scripture, some of you do. Some of you don't, and that's okay. But if you read scripture, it talks a lot about the right side, casting your net to the right side, the vineyard on the right side. I can go on and on. The left and right hemispheres are all over ancient texts. And this is why. So, because this soul is infinite and open, you can just accept things as I said. So if someone ever asks what you know, you can simply respond, I don't know and I don't care, right? Challenge the ego. I do this all the time when people try to ask for proof and validation because I do not feel the need to validate myself. I will not validate anyone or anything outside of me. And this is why you'll find if you follow me on social media, I don't respond to all of these comments that want me to prove myself to show evidence. (laughs) I don't need to. Self-reflect and ask yourself why you feel the need to see evidence. Well, you are left brain dominant. And if I'm being honest, your perception of reality can be Googled and supported. You can find thousands of documents to support anything that you believe. Try it right now. Look up Coffee is good for you and coffee is bad for you. Supporting documents of anything you want to believe. So it's easy not to entertain these things. Trust yourself. Trust your intuition. Trust your authenticity. Step into it. Don't let anyone make you doubt yourself. This is true freedom. Feel your way along 
this quantum field. That's what we're doing. We're navigating the quantum field. We can't even see anything. We're simply filtering what we believe to be feeling and experiencing. That's it. That's what our eyes are doing. They're a tool. Our mind's eye are the real reality. It is the real reality. As I've said before, the 99.9% of reality that we cannot filter through these eyes as a human. This is how your energy expands in the process of manifestation and existence, period. <laughs> so, to be always talking is actually against nature. To be always trying to logically make sense of everything is against nature. All we need is creativity, love, comprehension, gratitude, and sacredness. Everything else is just hype and the ego's weakness being pushed amongst humanity. I love this so much because at times I feel myself channeling and it just flows. Craving importance, praise, and reassurance, but self-indulgence is just arrogance. It's easily identifiable when you understand, as I said. Guilt follows this. And if you don't follow along because people will condemn you as evil or just a shitty person, right? It's, it's so bizarre, but it's what keeps humans stuck. And we must know that so that when these things come up, we understand what we're dealing with. We can identify it as Agent Johnson's and we can say, I don't think so. This is powerful. It will shift everything for you and help you persist in the void, in the bridge of incidents. Something I'm putting into practice right now. Most of the things we feel guilty of are just rules someone else invented. Because in the eternal now, there are no ups and downs. There is no good and evil. There is high energy that sets you free and expresses love. And there's low energy that restricts, controls, and manipulates. We must find balance. It's only energy, no absolutes. There are no absolutes, none. So in certain scenarios, even victimhood does not exist. <laughs> it doesn't. The victim and the aggressor are one in the same energy because whatever you put out is simply mirrored right back. There is no wrong or right there is simply a teacher, but it's a matter of your perception, right? That is your limitation, by the way. This is why I feel like the matrix is so amazing to use as we talk about these topics because almost everything is in that movie. The concept of the one, basically Neo, is the only one in his reality creating the matrix. This is his mind, his limitations, his perceptions that were keeping him stuck. But remember, he got to a point where he could see it coming from a mile away, and it was like they were moving so slow toward him. He could just literally walk through this, and it's whatever. Like, he can just see an Agent Johnson from a mile away and already start to walk past it. Whereas in the beginning, he was so timid, he was threatened. He was like, what is this? He's being shown the way, shown the light. Maybe some of you are there in that beginning. But I have to say, when you get to that point or closer to that point where Neo is like just seeing them come for him and oh my gosh, it's so liberating. 
nothing can touch you. That's dangerous, isn't it? The good kind, of course. <laughs> so let's get into this. We persist in this almost daily, you guys. It's in the small things. I want to bring awareness to this. Think of sitting in traffic. You perceive this as a bad thing or an annoyance. But if you shift your perception, you no longer feel stuck or miserable. For instance, sitting in traffic or being late could be divine protection, redirection. Sounds similar to being rejected, right? It could be divine protection for whatever reason. You never know. Some of you have been separated from people that you really love because you are being divinely guided. You just don't know it. You don't know it until you arrive to the destination unless you have expanded your awareness enough to understand. Maybe you need to heal. Maybe you need to grow. Maybe you need to learn a few lessons, close out cycles before you can receive something. Like I said, we have karmic cycles. You just never know. We're all different. But let's say, right, you're being redirected to something that better serves your highest experience rather an accident or something else if you're sitting in traffic, as I said. A lot of people complain about traffic, but it's so easy to release yourself. I'm seeing 11, 11 on the clock as I say this, right? <laughs> and six, seven, eight, nine, 10. Those are the numbers I'm seeing in front of me as I say this, you guys. So there are no coincidences, side note. <laughs> But this happens in relationships. This happens every day, any little thing. Remember, all it takes is a shift in your perception. There are no bad days. There are only bad perceptions. That's it. We inflict these on ourselves. Same thing. There are no bad people. As I said in episode one, we oscillate between these two energies, of course. We're on a journey. We're not perfect, and that's okay. So think of a past breakup. You perceive it as a negative experience, I'm sure. Until you are no longer a participant and see clearly and see that you've learned from it, possibly grown from it. Maybe you somehow even evolved from it spiritually, right? Many people have glow ups after a heartbreak. I always tell people the best place you can be is rock bottom because there's only one place to go and that's up. <laughs> no joke. This is a major breakthrough a lot of us sometimes need. You just simply never know. You guys, I've had my fair share of heartbreaks, but each time I was catapulted into a better me. I evolved in consciousness because I was aware of the lessons and I took them with me. And I'm so grateful, always. And the reason I bring this up is because we were talking about persistent or persisting in our assumptions here in a minute. When we are no longer clouded by the illusion or limitations the ego creates in our mind, I'll never be happy again. I'll never love again. You truly believe that at some point, right? Maybe you do now, but you don't have to. You are simply persisting in the limited mind. You're always persisting. 
you're either persisting in the negative polarity or the positive polarity. And we are talking about the positive polarity today. So that you can start to live the life of your dreams. Be in the fairy tale dream relationship that I know you're manifesting in your mind. You want that. We're all seeking love somehow, either by control and dominance or surrender. Every single human being on this planet desires love for this reason. Because we are love. We are the embodiment of love. That's what awareness is. Magnetism. Light. Beautiful energy. Compassionate. Empathic. Free. Not worried. That's an illusion. So here's how we're going to disempower limited beliefs, you guys. Let's get into this. Bad things happen before the good, mostly. Right? This is how I persist. Every time something I perceive as bad happens in my reality, of course, we have experiences that don't feel good. I would be lying to you, and you would be lying to yourself if you can truly say you don't experience the downside of human emotion at times where things don't go your way or how the ego would like it to. And we react in different ways, of course. And it's okay to sit with those emotions, but treat them like passerbys, right? A hitchhiker that you sit with for a little bit and then you go on your way. It's okay. The key is to not become it. Because in the process of manifestation, your feeling, your emotion is everything. And I go deeper into this in episode two. So I just want to briefly share my story of something that happened to me. And I don't even want to say something. I've gone through a series of things throughout my life. And that is where I can say I have received the wisdom that I share with you today. I wouldn't be me today without certain experiences. Do you see what I mean? The trauma that I endured in my old realities that I have been faced with transcending. And I can truly say I'm at a place where I have. I look back and it's like looking through a telescope at someone else's life. This is evolving in consciousness. I wouldn't be me today and that's why I remain grateful. Look where it brought me. I have a podcast, you guys. I literally manifested this when I was, I think, six years old. And I would walk around with a microphone everywhere telling everyone I was going to have my own podcast one day. Even though I was the quiet person, I've always been more of a listener. So if you are new here, please work with me. This talking thing is very new to me. It really is. This is my first time being able to truly, fully express myself authentically on any kind of platform of existence. So, here is how to persist in the assumption while manifesting a new reality. How to believe when you just don't or feel like you can't. Connect the dots looking back like we just talked about. Have you ever gone through an experience you simply couldn't understand at the time only to later realize it was for the best or it somehow saved your life and it turned out better than you can imagine? You were just blindfolded at the time, right? Because when that rug 
gets pulled from under you. Life tends to do that because, like I said, there are forces beyond our control, beyond our knowledge, and we want to so badly make sense of it. Trust. These are tests of faith, you guys. See it like some kind of video game. That helps me a lot. I like to win. You know, be competitive. Say, I'm passing this test when something comes up. Really, all you have to do is look back, connect the dots. Look at how everything played out. You'll notice that everything played out perfectly in your life up to this day. Even if you can't say you are where you want to be. You're on the path. You're listening to this podcast. You have aligned with this podcast. And that lets me know you're on the path. You're on the road of this manifestation process right now you are materializing something into your reality be it a person an experience a thing you're amazing (laughs) you really are so when we are shifting realities or manifesting the old paradigm must die and it's so important to remember this because your identity is attached to that old paradigm However you define yourself must die. That part of you, it must fall away along with the identity attached to it. It's a detour. The ego is, of course, threatened by this. It's the unknown. It's a shakeup. That's what the divine feminine does. Shakes things up and reminds you that you are not fully in control. The subconscious is. So stop trying to dominate the subconscious because the heart is leading the mind. The magnetism is leading the electrical aspect of your mind, the vibrations. These are the Agent Johnsons in the movie The Matrix, as I just talked about. Use this analogy as well. The more you evolve in your awareness, you got in your awareness, you guys, and shift realities, the more they come as a test of your faith. You must pass this level before advancing to the next like any video game. And that's why I like using that analogy. It's like once you get to that next level, you can breathe and you're like, I made it. This was my goal, right? It's the same with manifesting. You make it. You make it past the bridge of incidents. And it's so rewarding. It's beautiful. You can look back and you're like, hmm, yeah, I'm getting better at this. Just like Neo did toward the end of that movie. So here's how we're going to deal with intrusive thoughts. Let's not pretend they don't come up. (laughs) Observe them. You don't have to participate. Your old story is trying to cling on and reinforce itself. It's resisting change. Change is scary. You know that. The void is scary. Who wouldn't be afraid of the void? If something were trying to get rid of you, you would most likely react the same way, right? I mean, if something was trying to kill you or just get rid of you in some way, I mean, you would panic more than likely. Think about it. Understand this. That's the key. Have the awareness. In the last episode, I talked about how feeling is the secret to manifesting. So your circumstances don't exactly matter for this reason. 
So the 3D can simply be ignored once you understand this. It's just a reflection of your thoughts and that's it. And this is why circumstances change all of the time. They're malleable. However, your reaction is a choice. And the only thing that you truly have control of in this human experience, you guys, pay attention to your reaction, your emotion, how you respond to things. It's everything. It's what determines your results. And it's the one thing you have control over, as I said, your feelings. Thoughts are just ideas that are auditioning for your attention. Your thoughts are only true if you give them that energy charge. That's it. That's the only way they can be true is if you accept them. The secret is to think less and feel more for this reason. As Neville Goddard talks about, I do recommend his books. Free yourself from the prison of your mind. Because feelings are always 100% true. And I need everyone to understand this as we live in a society that tries to run from their feelings when really they should be running from their thoughts, better yet understanding them so that it no longer controls their reality. Our feelings are the one true reality because it is magnetic as is the awareness of creation is. Magnetism. So they will never lead you astray. They simply alert you when you already are. And by the time you feel bad, you're already out of alignment somewhere. Believe it or not. <laughs> Anytime you have a thought, your emotional body is alerted and it responds, letting you know if this thought is healthy or unhealthy through feelings of uncomfortability, happiness, joy, sadness, anger. You get to decide based on your reaction Will you feed it or not? What will you feed? I can tell you right now, if it's not your highest expression, do away with it. Say, we don't do that anymore. Talk to your subconscious mind like a child. We don't do that. It's okay, have a thought. You don't need to own it. Don't give it any charge. So, if a negative emotion should come up or let you know, alert you you can stop and ask yourself where is my thinking incorrect right now and once you find that thought the emotion is speaking to you can say ah yeah there you are I got it <laughs> this is literally what I do I'm not even making this up this negative emotion is a sign this thought is incorrect you guys beautiful empowering seriously there you can continue persisting toward your new reality the one that serves your highest expression the only one you should be serving you don't need to serve your lower mind anymore what for it doesn't serve you it doesn't serve your reality you don't need to accept the things that you are currently accepting i need you to know that right now if you feel stuck if you feel limited in any way if you're experiencing a state of suffering i need you to understand that you are not stuck it is just this left brain the r complex the blade the masculine energy that is dominant in your reality Science calls this the reptilian mind because we share this brain with reptiles and birds. It's very interesting. I truly cannot wait to talk about all of these things. But right now, I really want to stay on how we can overcome this and get through the bridge of incidents so that we can get to our manifestation. I just want to shed light on this and bring you this knowledge that I have learned along the way. 
and my path has been crazy. It has not been linear. It's been very narrow, however. It's been very lonely at times. Well, not anymore, but I can promise you that this will benefit your life in some wild ways. I mean, it's time to start manifesting your dreams, you guys. I mean, it's way past due. And it's not just about getting and consuming, consuming. No, it's the experience. You deserve love and abundance. A life of abundance. A heavenly experience. Everyone does. Everyone. I don't care who you are, where you live, where you come from. None of those things matter. Those are attached to an identity that can be transcended with a decision. That's all it takes. If you do this or anything consistently enough, you will find success. Anything done with determination. Another reason why your self-concept does not matter, by the way. As I've said before, I've been sad AF but remain consistent in my belief. You guys, I was sad yesterday and persisted in my belief. And today I woke up to amazing news. In fact, every problem I had reversed in less than 24 hours because I persisted. Make no mistake, I was devastated. My mind was, but I took a deep breath and I made sure not to embody this feeling, not to let it sit with me because I knew what it was, of course. Don't let anyone tell you self-concept comes first. It does not. It helps. It really does. I work on my self-concept every day. However, my awareness is in the forefront. That comes first. Because when you are aware, you're unstoppable. And I don't mean this in an egotistical way. So don't wait for your desires. Don't check the 3D for validation. That's the key of overcoming the limited mind. Because your thoughts may be reflecting the old reality. That's all they're doing. Or observing the old paradigm crashing and burning around you, dying. So it's easy to become distracted. Just know you already have it. You were already persisting anyway. So you might as well persist in the positive polarity towards your dreams. Do it. It's already happening. You are manifesting right now. That's how you made it to this podcast, believe it or not. Your brain draws things to you. It's a crystal receiver. So if you are listening to this podcast, you are currently crystallizing something, I'm sure with intent. I'm sure there is something with your, within your subconscious right now that you desire. And that's why you clicked on this episode. <laughs> I love it. I love you. I really do. Anyone who is aligned with me, not aligned with me, listening to me in this human experience... It's all love. And it feels so good. It really does. You see the world differently. But enough of that. That was the episode for today. I want to wrap this up. I just wanted to get on here and share this with you guys while I'm currently going through this. So you can see that even the people that talk about, like, I'm a master at manifesting and alchemy, they go through this at times. The bridge of incidents comes up for whatever reason. We're cyclic beings. We go through things as humans. But as I said before, you can avoid this bridge of incidents once you get to a point 
like Neo got at the end of the Matrix movie. It's a very good example. I feel like I'm going to be using that movie a lot. <laughs> Seriously. But it's a process. Be patient with yourself. Understand that there is nothing wrong with you. Manifesting does work. Do not tell yourself that it doesn't. Just because you have not received within a few hours or a few days or even a few months. Trust that every single thing is working in your favor. I'm going to wrap this up, you guys. Thank you so much for sitting with me today through whatever it is that you're doing. I'm so honored. I'm so happy. And I feel so lucky to be a part of your reality in any way, shape, or form. Love you guys.